Hey guys, it's Melissa here with MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I'd like to welcome you. And if you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about having grace in tough situations. I, um, as you know, am organizing a trip, a student trip to Europe, and we have 65 people going. So you can imagine that trying to organize and plan for 65 people has been quite overwhelming at times. And not only that, but on top of the organizing the trip, I now have a new job, so I have to switch classrooms, and I have to also, I've been doing, I don't have to, I love doing this, the um, five-day free training we just did all last week. We had to go live there and talk with people, and it's great, but it's just a lot on your plate all at once. And I, for some reason, always tend to do that to myself. It's usually not a big deal. But in planning for this meeting, um, we had to have a bus list of all the kids who were going pretty early on because they were going to, we have two buses and they were going to divide them up. And if the kids wanted to room together, they had to be on the same bus. Well, you can imagine the kind of chaos that kind of created. And on top of that, we had a few who dropped out along the way, so then we had to go and adjust the bus list, or I had to go and adjust the bus list um, once they dropped out. So there's been a lot of chaos going on because on top of that, EF was supposed to take the bus list and coordinate that with the, the flights. We have two separate flights, and we're flying on two different airlines. So you can imagine this is like, oh my goodness, coordinating this is going to be crazy. But the people who were on my bus were supposed to also be on my flight because we also linked up chaperones so that if you're on my bus, the chaperone's also on it, right? Makes sense, right? So anyway, then when EF got the bus list, I don't know what they did, but they put a few people on the wrong plane, and of course... It would cost them to fix it. You know, the kids would have to pay because EF would pass that on to the kid, the the charge, which really isn't fair. So we just had to, you know, maneuver that, figure that out and say, okay, well, just for the plane, I'm your chaperone, but then you're going to switch to the bus. So there was just a little bit of confusion and chaos. And then on top of that, we um, are planning a little side excursion to Disneyland Paris because my brother's going and he's a huge, huge Disney, well, my whole family, we love Disney. So we're like, we're gonna be this close to Disneyland Paris. My brother and I went a long time ago. Um, I don't even remember, I think 2000 was the year we went. So we decided, you know, my kids are going, my sister's going, we wanted to take them and go. And it was just going to be a little side excursion for us. And then I mentioned that we might be doing it. And some of the parents were like, oh, our kids want to go too. So now I'm also organizing buying Disney tickets for all these kids because they have like a group rate. Anyway, big, you know, getting all of this organized. We have to collect tips and and then have to convert them to euros. And trying to do all of this at the meeting yesterday, um, it required a little patience. And... There were some parents who weren't very nice in their tone when they were asking questions. And the thing was, like, a lot of these parents were asking questions that had already been answered in emails, like 50 emails had already been answered. Well, my point in this is yesterday, 
I was trying to keep my cool. Like I didn't want to be that person who got frustrated and then reacted to the parent because that's not who I am, first of all, and I just didn't want to do that. And luckily enough, we had some gracious parents who stayed behind. They helped and they like helped organize and were very organized in writing things down and keeping track. And, you know, they commented on how parents were kind of rude and in being, you know, when you're organizing this, you have to be a little patient. But it made me think about having grace in situations where it's not so easy because Yesterday, when the parent got really kind of snippy, I could have gotten just a snippy back with her or said something, you know? I mean, because that's our nature sometimes to, if someone is, it feels like they're attacking you, is to stand up for yourself and to do that back. And the old me might have done that. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. The old me might have done that. But I understand You know, she was frustrated about something she felt like she wasn't, like she didn't have the right answer for, even though she did, but she felt frustrated about that. So I had to sympathize with her and she's sending her student to another country. So that takes a lot of bravery, I think, on a parent's part to send your child with someone they don't really know that well. I mean, they know I'm a teacher at our school, but they don't personally know me, some of them, so... You know, you don't know who you're sending your child with. You always would hope that a teacher would be a good role model, but we all know that's not always the case. So they're putting a lot of faith and trust in you. So I had to show grace in that meeting. Um, Of course, afterwards, I, you know, went, the other teacher and I, we just shook our heads and, and had a little venting thing of, okay, well, you know, this... But we also, it was a learning moment for us. You know, how can we do this better? But we're used to taking 20 students at the most, and we had 65 people going. That's a lot more to coordinate. And unfortunately, our company that we're traveling with so far hasn't been super helpful with this. So it's been difficult because it's like we're trying to, I had to get a hold of them and say, I need to talk to the tour guide because we need to do this, this, and this. And so if it hadn't been for me saying, I want to talk to them, we probably wouldn't even have talked to the tour guides yet. But it's all going to work out. I know it is. And we're going to move past all of the, you know, craziness. But it just reminded me that, you know, it's important to have grace in times where things are confusing and things are not happening and you're not seeing what you want to see because you have the opportunity to create a ripple effect. I talk about this all the time, but it is so true. You know, when that parent got nasty, I could have gotten nasty right back and that would have changed the entire mood of the whole meeting. You know, everyone would have been uncomfortable and, you know, people probably would have left like, ugh, you know, and having just a a yucky, gross feeling for the rest of the day. But I chose not to do that. I have gotten to the point in my life where I understand when someone's trying to trigger me. And not that she was purposefully trying to trigger me. That's not what I mean. But what I mean is when someone could trigger me, that's what I need to say. And... I've gotten to the point where when I recognize it immediately, I go to the space of, nope, not going to do that. I'm going to remain on this level and I'm not going to allow someone else to drag me down to theirs. 
And that's not always easy because it's, it's much easier when someone pokes you or pricks you to want to just do it right back, you know? Especially those of you who had siblings growing up, you understood what that was about, right? Your sibling would do something to you and you want to do something right back to them. So we learn this from a very young age. We learn from a young age that when someone hits you, you hit back. You don't just stand there. You know, we just have been conditioned that that's what we do because we're defending ourselves, right? But unfortunately, that's not really the way it works. You can defend yourself without having to be nasty, if that makes sense. There is a way to stand your ground without being nasty back to the person. Because in my opinion, when you go down to that level, it's like you've already lost your personal power. You've lost the battle. Because you allowed somebody to drag you down to their level. And if you can imagine, imagine being an outside observer in that meeting and somebody says something smart to me and then I start shouting back and forth to them. Do I look like a stable person that you would want to send your child with to Europe? No, I don't. I look like a crazy person who's having a screaming match with another adult. It looks beyond crazy, but yet, I want to stress this, it looks super crazy, yet we do it all the time. People do that all of the time because we have confused standing up for yourself and standing your ground and setting a healthy boundary with being a total, you know what? right? Like I've got to be a complete and total nasty person to the person who is nasty to me. And the, the truth is you don't have to do that. How that person treats you is their karma and how you treat them back is yours. So you have the opportunity to be equally nasty back to them, but you just sent out bad karma You've just lost your cool and now you're emotionally all over the place, so you're unbalanced. You look crazy to other people because you're sitting there screaming. And you lost your personal power because you lost your peace. When we stand in our personal power, we don't allow other people to rob us of our peace. And the thing is, great leaders know how to do this. When you're confronted with someone who is super all over the place, angry, mad, a good leader knows that if they stay even keel and they just talk to someone, you can talk that person up to your level, if that makes sense. You can talk them out of their crazy emotional rant back to a balanced place. And I've seen this all the time. Think about this. I really want you to think about this. When you call customer service with whatever company, if you get a certain type of representative, let's say you're mad, you're angry because your bill is wrong and and you're being charged double, so you're super mad already, like you're already starting off mad. And I would urge you not to call and scream at people, but I understand because I've been there. And this is probably a test for me sometimes dealing with one certain company. This has been a test for me. So you get, you're already upset because your bill is double and there's no way you can afford it. And that can't be right. You know, you're getting ripped off. So you're upset. You call that company and you get a customer service person and you immediately start getting smart and screaming and getting, you know, loud. 
and their response to you is to get loud back with you, to be rude back to you. Is that going to resolve anything? No, you're just going to be in a screaming match and you're going to end up more mad and they're, you know, it's not going to be a pretty thing. Nothing gets resolved that way. On the other hand, you call and you're upset and you're mad and you reach a customer service person who's really good at what they do and they already know you're mad. So they're starting to try to, first of all, the first thing that a customer service person who understands what their job is, is they will listen and they will say, I am so sorry that that happened. I can totally understand why you would feel frustrated. So do you see the difference there? It's like that person shows grace. Nobody likes to be yelled at. No one likes for someone, especially working in a job where people just call them up and yell at them. No one likes that. But there are people who understand that it's not a personal thing. They're not mad at me. It's not me personally. They're just upset because this thing happened. And if I can just listen to them and sympathize with them and make them understand that I'm here for them and I understand why they're upset. Because I will guarantee you, most of the time when people get upset like that, it is because they feel like they are not being heard. And in the case of that meeting yesterday, I know that parent just wanted to be heard that, hey, I got confused about this, so I bought this. You know, that was that parent not reading the whole email and not looking at the itinerary. But if I were just to say, well, that's totally your fault, that's not going to resolve anything. You have to listen and say, okay, I understand. And hey, can we find a solution? And that's really what ended up happening. You know, I told her that I knew that EF unfortunately wouldn't refund the tour price So she said, well, what if I see if someone else wants to go on the tour and they buy it? And I said, yeah, that's a great idea. You could try that and see if that works. So when you are so emotional and not handling things with grace, you can't even think of a proper solution. You're so all over the place that your logical brain cannot even like take over and and give you solutions. And that's why when people say, if you're not, if you're part of the you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. But it's true because when you just complain and complain and complain and you're mad and all over the place, you can't even try to come up with a solution because you, your brain, the way that your brain functions, when you're in this emotional state, your brain is using a different part. And I don't know what part of the brain, the terms, all of that. I will have to look that up and get back to you. But I just know that the brain is activated in a different area when you're in your emotions. And it takes the the, um, part of the brain that can think logically. It's like there's all of your attention is not on that part of the brain. It's on the emotional side. So you, it's, it's hard to, form logical solutions to things because you're way on this other, this emotional side. And if you're calm and balanced, then you are able to think logically with that logical part of your brain where the, the logistics, logical, where all of that processes. But if you're all in that emotional side, you, you cannot even process and come up with a solution. You just can't. That's why it's so important for you to be balanced and stable. And again, if you're just 
all over the place yelling and screaming and you're not balanced and you're not going to be able to do anything positive and constructive. So again, if you're in a leadership role anywhere you are, that's something to think about and to remember is trying to be always in that state of balanced and not in your emotions. As much as it is possible, you have to be able to separate your emotions. And again, it's not always possible. And I'm human. There are times people will say something to me and the way it comes out or comes off, I'm like, whoa, you know, where, you know, where did that come from? And why are you talking to me like that? But I also know that I have to get back to that balanced place. So I might have an initial reaction of, whoa, but I, it takes me a lot less time to realize, oh, no, that's a trigger. I've got to get back to this balanced place. And again, it can be very difficult, especially if you're used to flying off the handle. I cannot even tell you how hard it is for me because when I was growing up, if we got mad about something, we just like screamed and yelled in our house, you know? I mean, it's just what happened because I know that's what my grandpa did with my mom. So it was just like a learned behavior. And really this whole journey is about unlearning the behavior that we have that doesn't serve us because I, what I've learned through the years is that the whole losing it and yelling doesn't serve you and you just look like a crazy person. And honestly, you feel stupid and like a crazy person after you do it. It's like, why do I do this? You just expended so much energy doing that and you've lowered your vibration and all of these things happen. We have to try not to do that. Remember, when you want to manifest and you want to experience your best life, you've got to be in a different state of mind. You can't be emotional all of the time. You just can't. And it's really so much about being present and understanding when you're about to lose it. And there are things you can do to bring yourself back. You know, some people tell you breathe or count to three or Yeah, you can do any of that stuff if that helps to bring you back to reality, back to the present moment, and back to being balanced. Um, You know, if you need calmness and things like that, you can wear those bracelets. Those are the, I still am selling those bracelets where I have the lava beads and the chakra beads. You can put essential oils on them. You can put lavender essential oil, and doTERRA makes like clary calm essential oil too. It's good, it's a mix of all of the oils that are supposed to keep you calm, you can put those on your um, lava bead bracelet and it calms you, you know, whatever you need to do that's going to bring you back to this present moment really is what you need to do because it is super, super easy to lose it and to let go of control. But you can bring yourself back just as easily as you lost it. And it's all about having grace in those situations where you're about to lose it. It's understanding that we're all human. We're all human. And you know how it is. You don't know what kind of day the person had before they got to you. You know, maybe they just had one of those days where you were like, why didn't I just go back to bed? You know, you've had those days. You wake up late and then you spill your coffee all over yourself and then there's traffic and so many things happen and it's like a just a domino effect. And maybe when that person got to you, they'd already had a day like that. So it's about extending that grace and saying, 
you know, I, I can hear that you're upset and you're frustrated. What's going on? It's listening to people and finding out what's really happening. Because I know that I personally would want someone to extend that kind of grace to me. And I'm having a bad day. I don't want people to crab at me too. I, you know, if I, and again, I try not to be this way, but I'm human. If I'm crabby and I crab at someone and then they just get crabby right back at me, that's not really good either. But when I find someone who says, hey, what's going on? You seem, seem like you're upset. And then you give that person a chance to just vent everything that happened. And then you can say, oh, you know what? That's, I hate when I have days like that. That does sound terrible. But you know what? It's going to be okay from here on out. You know, we sort of had a similar situation. We had a situation in our five-day free training where someone came on and said, oh my gosh, I've had the worst day, this day so far already. And their day was just not going right. Like several things had happened that day. And we said, you know, oh, we're sorry that you're having this day. And that person got love from all the people in the group. All the people in the group were like, we're so sorry. Oh, we love you. It's okay. And that's what I love about having these courses and these groups. When you sign up for these courses, it's like you get put in a group of people who are like-minded and who are just loving and kind people. And they'll support you no matter what. And I love that about this group. And, you know, if you sign up for the course, it's going to be the same thing. And they're, they're not just people you're in a class with. It's like, you make these friends and you become friends long after the class ended. And that's happened for me in several of the courses I've taken. And now in this one, that's going to be the same way. You're going to have a group that you're constantly going to be able to go to and say, this is happening to me. And I love it because you can go to those people and say, hey, I'm having a bad day. Can you send me some positive vibes? And immediately people get on there sending hug emojis and hearts and it just makes you feel so much better. And that's kind of what happened on that day. You know, he was, we were in this group and we were talking about something completely different, but this person came on and said, you know, I'm just having a rough day and everyone stopped what they were doing to give this person some love and we said, okay, we're going to just go ahead and do this meditation, send positive vibes. And this person wrote to me later and said that their day had changed completely and it got much better. So there's so much power in showing grace to people, you know, it's so powerful. And just a kind word from you can change someone's entire day. So I would urge you that if you find yourself in situations where maybe someone hasn't treated you as well as you think they should have or something, you know, you have a disagreement with someone, you can still stand your ground and be kind. Kindness has absolutely no effect on you standing your ground and it's not weakness. It's not. In fact, I think it makes you look like a much stronger person when you can take the person who is coming in like screaming at you and totally change their attitude. To me, that shows super strength because it's hard to change someone's mindset. But if they're coming in at you and you're rant they're ranting and raving and you say, hey, 
What's going on? What's this really about? You know what? A lot of times, it's not even really about what they've come in there yelling at you about anyway. It's, oh, I had a bad morning. This happened. This happened. And just a little, hey, yeah, I understand. That's rough. You know what? Your day is going to get better. Or we're going to fix whatever this problem is. You're taking them out of their emotions, helping them balance, showing them grace. And everyone wins. It's a win-win situation because now you guys can come up with a meaningful solution and they're not screaming and ranting and raving. You haven't lost your personal power. It's a win for everyone. It really, really is. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So I pulled a card from the Crazy Sexy Love Notes deck by Chris Carr, and it says, Gossip dims your glow. Speaking poorly about others tarnishes your energy and your reputation, so avoid bonding over complaints and feeling superior. Human beings weren't designed to be perfect, and this includes you. Instead, raise your vibration by engaging in positive communication. Celebrate what does work and who is awesome. The more you do this, the more radiant you will become. Yeah, that's so true. Gossiping really does dim your dims your light and it lowers your vibration. And you wouldn't want somebody doing that to you. So just try to speak positively of everyone. Um, I just want to thank you right now so far for listening and following me. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so. That helps others find me. And I just super appreciate it. And if you would leave a review from wherever you're listening, again, I would really appreciate that. That also helps others find me. And my mission is to help as many people heal as possible. I want to let you know that this will probably be the last week for um, new episodes every day. I am going to try to do a few podcast episodes before I leave Europe and have them, you know, scheduled to to uh, play while I'm gone because I don't want you to have nothing, but they will not be every day because that is just too much for me to be able to do all of that. But I do appreciate it and I will be back. I promise I will be back. I come back July 24th. I leave the 11th and come back the 24th. So there will be new episodes up until the week that I'm gone and then they will be just a few throughout the week. I'm taking my break and I am going to enjoy my trip and hopefully everything will go smoothly. So uh, positive prayers and for the trip would be much appreciated. Uh, I appreciate you all and I want to thank you for listening. Again, the Facebook Lives I am not doing anymore until after I get back, so probably not until August I want to really, really thank you for all the support you guys have shown. That five-day free training was amazing. We had so many people sign up, and the people in the group were so awesome. They participated so great. So I want to thank you again for doing that. If you do want to sign up for mine and Heather's course, you can go to my website, and there's a link there to sign up. You can also um, go to – I will have the link – on my Facebook page as well. So if you want to sign up, you can go there. Or you can just send me a message if you can't find where to sign up but you're interested. Just send me a message. I'll send you the info. Uh, You can always get a hold of me anytime. If you're interested in working with me in any way, 
If you want a coaching session, past life regression, Reiki session, a reading, just get a hold of me. You can book through my website, but if you're more comfortable just talking to me, go ahead and email me or text me. My phone number is always in the description to the podcast. You can text me anytime. You can also message me on Facebook or on Instagram. Any way you want to get a hold of me is fine. I so appreciate all of you, uh, but I guess that goes without saying that I will not be available July 11th through the 24th to do any sessions, but I will be once I get back. So thank you all. I am sending you massive love and light. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.